there's actually a protocol that compresses that image to go down the wire, which is the internet into your browser. The typical way in 90% of the cases is called gzip. Cloudflare adds something called Brotly compression, which is the 30% speed improvement over the old version. Ready to spend 15 minutes with the experts you admire? Need strategy sessions from thought leaders brought directly to your ears? Welcome to the Sprocket Talk 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, where every week George B. Thomas uncovers the challenges that sales, marketing, and service professionals face. And of course, the strategies to help them overcome their biggest hurdles. So sit back and set your sights on growth with these bite-sized conversations filled with pure strategy gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast. Hey, Sprocketeers, it's your boy, George B. Thomas. And as much as the internet is trying to stop us today, we're going to get nerdy. We're going to get technical because we have the SEO samurai, the ninja here to talk to us about something, well, very nerdy. But before we get started, Franco, why don't you explain to folks who you are, what you do, and where you do it? Awesome. Thank you, George. I'm super excited to be here with you and, and nerd out as we tend to do. Uh, thank you so much for having me. My name is Franco Valentino. I'm the founder of Narrative SEO. We're a, a technical SEO firm in out of Nashville. What we do is we look at the underlying technology that all the wiring that sits underneath your website, uh, not necessarily on-page stuff, but more like Engintron and the things that make our websites fast and reliable and responsive. For yeah, Franco, I love the movie Tron. Oh, wait, that's not what you're probably talking about, but I still love the movie. Viewers, listeners, sprocketeers, don't worry because we are going to get Franco on another episode to talk about off-page SEO, on-page SEO, the things us mere mortals typically think about. But today, Franco, we want to talk about site speed. And when you think about those two words, site speed, like what's the foundational conversation that we need to have to get started? Sure. So let's think about from the high level, right? We all sort of intuitively know when site speed is bad, right? We land on a website and we get really ticked off, right? It just doesn't respond. And we typically blow, right? We go and we leave and go somewhere else. The challenge here is uh, we know that a lot smarter researchers than, than we are have figured this out and said, look, for every for every second of slowdown on a website, you're losing 7% of your potential leads conversion sales, which is massive. In different industries like uh, e-commerce, it's more like 20%. And to give you just a real quick stat, for every second that Amazon loses, they lose about $20 million for every second of slowdown. So that's crazy. A lot of us listening to this, watching this, we're not Amazon. We don't want to lose money. We can't afford to lose that kind of money. Where do we get started? Like you kind of referenced some tools, you know, how, I just, I don't even know where to start this. And I I feel like that's where the viewers and listeners are. How do we fix this? What do we look at? How do we even know we have a stinking problem? And that's the beauty of the internet right now. There are a lot of testing tools that can tell us how our pages are responding. And you know, you can test a specific page if you have a giant blog post. You can run it through one of these testing tools. And I'll just mention the one that we use primarily, which is webpagetest.org. That's an open source tool that came out during the AOL days, which is now open source, obviously, and supported by all the, the major players. It'll tell you exactly what's wrong with your website. Let's start from from the lowest hanging fruit and then kind of work up the chain of how you would optimize a website to be best in class. The very first thing is you're going to need really good hosting space. If you're paying $3 a month for a host, that's never going to be fast enough for anyone. <laughs> okay, period. End of sentence. Uh, so the next thing is when you, let's say that you have a good host, uh, and I'll just mention a couple names. WP Engine is fantastic, relatively inexpensive. Uh, Liquid Web is really good. Flywheel and a dozen other really good players. In the space that we live in, even with medium-sized businesses, right, where we're talking, you know, a few million dollars a year of revenue, we still see them on, you know, 
GoDaddy hosting or, or a Wix or, or a website like that. In our world, that is a no-go. We always tell them you need to have control of your own server. So that's number one. That's the most critical piece. The second piece is images. Everybody always uploads raw camera images to their website. And that's 80% of the very first thing we recommend during a technical SEO audit is you need to go fix your images. And that sometimes we see improvements of 50% or more just by cleaning up the images. So there's a couple of things I want to unpack there. First of all, both of those are easily controllable, meaning you can choose to change to a different server, which actually now we might have to have you on for a third episode <laughs> with errors and issues of changing server migration, right? Like I see that coming forth as well. But you you have the ability to change that as the owner, as the CTO, as whoever's in charge of this. Also image optimization, meaning compressing those images so that they load faster and even focusing on the ability to have it for like desktop or tablet or even mobile, like having those fail safes in place. And, and honestly, Franco, I think historically a lot of this not being done comes down to A, either not knowing it needs to be done or B, and probably B, B being bigger than A, laziness of like, right. I'm just going to upload this image. It's not going to make a difference. But when you think about the amount of money per second that companies are losing because Jimmy didn't optimize his image, that gets a little crazy. So is there a tool or a way or something easy? Because if we do, if we know what's easy, we do it, right? That we can right. start to optimize those images. Or if we have a bunch of images on our website already and we're like, oh no, where do we get with that? Right, and that's great. So that, that really is platform dependent, right? Because let's say the majority of the listeners are probably on WordPress. So that's a wonderful thing. And we're gonna talk about those first. If you're on HubSpot or if you're on Magento or a different type of CMS, the story is a little bit different. So let's let's take care of our friends here, right? If you're on WordPress, there's two primary plugins that we as SEOs recommend, technical SEOs recommend, Imagify. Imagify is fantastic. It's very inexpensive. There's a very minor yearly fee, but when you when you compare, you know, 60 to 100 bucks a year versus you know, one sale being $500 or $1,500, whatever it is, it's a no-brainer. Imagify will run through your entire WordPress database, including your theme files, and optimize all of the images. Not only, let's say you have WooCommerce and you have a light e-commerce shop, not only the featured image, but all of the thumbnail images will get optimized as well, and it keeps the originals. Great tool. Another one that will do that for you is EWW Image Optimizer. Basically, ew right? Ew image optimizer. They actually run a cloud service as well. And it's pennies per image, basically an optimization. One tool sometimes will work better than the other, depending on the structure of your WordPress database. So if you have an e-commerce shop, sometimes EWW works better, sometimes Imagify. Those two are the ones we always fall back on. There's other ones, WP Smush It, uh, a couple of, there's a handful of other ones, but those are really the, the surgical tools that we prefer to use. Franco, because you tickled my ears, you said HubSpot, HubSpot CMS, <laughs> Magento, course. things like that. If you're on a different platform other than than WordPress, like what, what challenges do we face and what tools might we use there? Enjoying this podcast? Make sure you show the love. Go to Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button and leave a review. Help us become the strongest strategy podcast on the internet. Get access to hidden episodes and bonus content. Head over to sprockettalk.com forward slash strategy. HubSpot actually has, if I remember correctly, last time we checked with their text, uh, image magic on a ruling under the covers. So they do a level of image optimization. But the problem with it is it's not as good as these other tools that are built for WordPress because they're building AIs into them. They're sort of, you know, bleeding edge. With HubSpot, you really need to make sure that you don't 
upload an image that's not optimized first. And then it does a really good job of it. So a little bit of a change of process, but there's not really a good way to run through unless you write a grep script and these kind of things for HubSpot to do it yourself. It does some level of it, but you have to be a little bit more careful. So in content development during that process, just bake that into your checklist. Make sure it's a progressive JPEG if you're using a JPEG. If you're using a PNG, make sure you're only using it for images that need transparencies. They're actually a little bit larger. And where you can, you should use WebP formats. WebP is a new format that works in the majority browser, but they don't work on, on the Apple ones, the Safaris. So you need to, the JPEG as a fallback, but WebP is a tenth of the size of a JPEG. So it was specifically built for web delivery. So Sprocketeers, rewind that, get the notepad out, start jotting down, think about how that changes your process. I'm just going to say there's a lot of nuggets right there that people should be paying attention to. So we, we can change the server. We can uh, optimize the images. When you think about site speed and closing more leads, closing more sales, giving the user what they want, where else does your brain go, Frank? So the next massive optimization, this is a great, another low-hanging fruit opportunity. We just talked about something called the origin server. This is where you upload it. You've got hosting space, you built WordPress, you built your blogs, and it's on the web. The next level of this from a technical, when we're, when we're again, trying to make our websites hit the 99 lighthouse kind of scores, is you put Cloudflare content delivery network on top of your website. HubSpot does it for you automatically with HubSpot COS. For WordPress, you have to set up a free account at Cloudflare. But what it does is it layers, it, it actually stops your database from having to crawl through itself to deliver content to users. Caches your pages as static pages, just like straight HTML, distributes it around the world and does these things if you want it to, image optimization, the WebP formats and such. The trick to it is that it adds one other layer. And this is where we talked about Engintron or X in this case. X is something called a reverse proxy. It sort of mirrors your server. If your website goes down, if your host goes down, your website will stay on the internet basically, with Cloudflare. And that's a one-click setting. It also does something called Broadly compression. When you connect to a web server, you, you go to a website. That server sends you the file. There's actually a protocol that compresses that image to go down the wire, which is the internet, into your browser. The typical way, in 90% of the cases, is called gzip. Cloudflare adds something called Broadly compression, which is a 30% speed improvement over the old version. So massive, again, massive improvement just for you opening an account at Cloudflare and holding your DNS over there. So if you're listening to this podcast on 1.5 or 2, you're going to want to go back. You're going to want to play that on one because that got super technical, but it's amazing. And let me just say, listeners, viewers, when I did this to my personal speaker page, georgebthomas.com, it was an OMG moment. Like the amount of change that what Franco just told you to do did to that site was amazing. Absolutely amazing. So Franco, I want to give at least maybe one, maybe two. We're running up against a 15-minute strategy podcast time frame here. Maybe one or two other things. I don't know if it's cash. I don't know if it's some other nerdy thing that you want to share, but what else could the listeners and viewers be doing to get a better site speed? All right, let's give them the let's give them the high level of one, two, three, and four, let's say. All right. Number one, get real good hosting. Again, WP Engine, Liquid Web, uh, Flywheel, one of those guys. Number two, optimize your images. Try to do it before you upload it and then add EWW or Imagify. Huge, huge, huge. That's the 80-20 right there. Number three, add Cloudflare Content Delivery Network. If you're a little bit more technical, there are other content delivery networks out there, especially for e-commerce and different platforms. But for WordPress, it's a wonderful platform and you lightly optimize. Number four, the biggest thing you can do is optimize your WordPress database. Have somebody open a ticket at your host if you don't know how to do it and say, I just need you to optimize my tables because the indexes get out of whack. You, WordPress has to run 
run through, instead of a blueprint, it actually has to run through a bowl of spaghetti to find the blog post. Sometimes we do that and all of a sudden the website gets 20% faster. Those are the top four things that you can do right now to speed up your website. I love it. And here's what I love about it too, is because right now, 90% of our audience went, whoa, I'm going to break something, help. <laughs> and they're raising their hand. They're, they're waving the white flag. Like I surrender, I surrender. So Franco, if people want to reach out to you, if they have questions, if they want to focus in on this site speed and learn more about things like AMP and cash, because really listeners, viewers, we've only scratched the surface. Where can they reach out to you? Where do you want to send them? Sure, sir. I'm all over the internet. Franco at narrativeseo.com. That's my email. I'm happy to, happy to talk to anybody. And our website is narrativeseo.com. Also LinkedIn, Twitter, and all any of your favorite social media tools. Well, there you go, Sprocketeers. Start with that four things. Well, maybe three things, because you might get to the fourth and be like, I have no clue. But either way, focus on site speed, focus on giving the user what they want, focus on not losing money every second that your site starts to load. And we'll see you on the next episode. Did you enjoy this episode of the 15 Minute Strategy Podcast? We'd love to know. Leave a rating and written review wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And keep that learning going by visiting sprockettalk.com. Sign up for your free membership. And in that membership area, you can find bundled episodes where we combine like strategies to help you grow better, make the world better, and share this episode with your friends and coworkers who may be battling the same obstacle. And you can always reach out to George B. Thomas on Twitter with questions or guest suggestions or just to talk about your favorite Marvel superhero. Now go out into the world and leverage this strategy for your success. And we'll see you in the next episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast.